Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, just like a Murillo Crossfield ball. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win? Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery free in terms of apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Red Side of the Trent. We have not stopped the content flowing here as the World Cup uh, sneaks up upon us. Uh, This uh, episode is all about Gustavo Scarpa and I am pleased to welcome Michael Barbosa, who is a a Palmerish fan. Uh, Michael, thank you very much for joining us. Are you okay? I'm, I'm nice. I'm very good. Thank you. Thanks so much. Nice to be here. Uh, are you excited about the World Cup first and foremost? Yes, I am excited. Like I was feeling kind of kind of bad with the whole like Qatar stuff, like terrible place. But uh, as it gets closer, I'm just feeling like that World Cup vibe. And of course, as a Brazilian, I'm not the craziest about the national team. But when it gets closer, I start to feel like more more Brazilian than than any other moment. So yeah, I'm excited, and the whole uh, as a football fan, uh, it's amazing. I love World Cup. Is it quite different for Brazilians because your season goes from January to just recently? Is is that correct? Yes. So then, then normally the World Cup is in in European summer, as you want to call it. So that this must be kind of like quite a nice thing for you. Whereas there's actually a bit of a break from club football to now have international football. Yes, both that and we are having the experience of a summer cup. Right. So that's that's also nice because usually we have the World Cup like during our uh, winter here. In, yeah. Down here in the South Hemisphere. So it's nice to have like the in the in the summer. So barbecue, beach, all that kind of stuff. It's it's nice. And the yeah, the moment's good because club football is, is finished. So it's kind of good. Yeah. And and Palmeiras had a very good season, obviously winning the league quite comfortably, losing two or three times, I think. And I think you got to the semi-finals of the Copa Libertadores. And obviously, the man who we're here to talk about, Gustavo Scarpa, was a big influence in that because he just recently picked up Brazilian's best player. What sort of influence did he have on the team's winning title season and and that run in the Copa Libertadores? 
it's it's interesting because uh, Scarpa has been in Palmeiras for like four or five seasons now, and he two two seasons ago the feeling was kind of a flop, like a potential flop, because the kind of guy that you had like a lot of expectations and most of the fans were feeling like he's not going to make it. But last season, he started to improve. And this season, he was like the most important player in the team. Uh, most likely, like said, uh, he won like the biggest prize for best player in the in the championship. Actually, he won all the prizes, like the CBF one, the Brazilian uh, Football Federation one. He won another one from ESPN that it's kind of big as well. Uh, so he was the best player in all of those uh, prizes. But in the pitch, he was, uh, I think it's safe to say, he was the most important player. Palmeiras is really, really strong, like with corners, and dead balls and that kind of stuff. And that's like what he does best. He had, I, I can check the numbers, but I think he had like, uh, just in the Brasileirão in the league, he had uh, 12 assists. In the whole season, he had like 15. So he's, a, he's an amazing assistant. And he was our, our best player. It was his, personally, his best year. And the fans uh, love him. Not just because of what he does in, on the pitch, but his personality, and you guys are gonna uh, find out that his personality is really like charming, and it's a different kind of player. He's like uh, he's not the average Brazilian player in some meanings, but I think we can talk more about that later on. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've actually touched on a few things I've already noted down because. It went viral on the the Forest Twitter timeline here about his um, well him accepting the award on a skateboard for one. I mean, so he could win the X Games uh, <laughs> there, um, yeah. and the the send off he got in his last game for Palmeiras, where he had a standing ovation. Everyone is cheering for him. He's pretty much handshaking every single player as he's walking off the field. So it must be quite disappointing to lose such a big player like that. Why is he being allowed to leave for free, or is he kind of is he chosen to run down his contract for a move to Europe now? Does he feel like he's he's ready at the age of twenty eight, which is primarily players' time to shine, isn't it? In their prime years. Yes, but it's kind of funny because it's not that common to a Brazilian player uh, to have like his first try in Europe at twenty eight, especially at England. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we we see uh, Brazilian players have this late bloom, but they're gonna go to probably Spain or Portugal because there's this idea that it will be easier mm-hmm. to adapt and all that sort of stuff. I can't really remember another player that went straight from Brazil to Europe at like a later uh, late age like Scarpa, and so. But I think the answer answering your question. Uh, he didn't want to like uh, sign another contract. He was really clear about that. He said, I feel like my last chance to play in Europe, it's something that I have as a personal goal. It's something that like childhood Scarpa wanted to achieve. And I feel that if I uh, sign a new contract for Palmeiras, I might not have another chance. So he was really clear, really open about that. And 
he has been to Europe a bunch of times. He's really loved that. He loved, loved to uh, get to know Italy and Spain and England. And he speaks English kind of fluently. Yeah, I've seen the, the clip funny. recently. Yeah. He even joked a... about accents. He's <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah. Accent and then try to impersonate a British accent. So uh, he's this different player. He was really, like most players would be really, uh, oh, I don't know, because maybe he was like, yeah, I want to play in Europe. He might be my last chance. I'm 28 years old. So when the player, uh, when he finds a way to be straightforward with the, with the fans, with the directors, I think the most of Palmeiras fans really felt like, okay, that's fair. Like he had five amazing years with us. Now he has like personal goals, professional goals, and he's going for it. So it's sad, but understandable. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just a break in play to give a plug to my business. This is Reese off the pod. I have my own courier business, RL Delivery Service. I do local and GB deliveries. Good rates, fully insured. So give me a message on, it's RL Deliveries on Twitter. You can find it in my bio, which is um, Reese spell R-E-I-S-S-N-F-F-C. Or I'm also on Facebook at RL Delivery Service. So if you do need anything moving, give me a message and I'd be more than happy to help. I mean, it's quite rare to hear that kind of honesty, but he's had a successful career with Palmeiras winning two league titles and two Copa Lipidadoras. So it's not a, a bad time to move on, I guess. But one of the questions I was going to ask you was, what I don't know how much European football you've watched or at least the Premier League. But what do you think the differences might be in terms of style of play and speed and and physicality? Because a lot of people's worries is when they've looked at the whole YouTube montage clips of of Scarpa is wondering whether he might be a bit lightweight. Yes, I think physicality is the big if. I I have no no question, no doubt that Scarpa has what it takes in terms of uh, his ability. That technically he's a really uh, amazing player, but the physicality thing can, I really think, can be a problem. Scarpa is not the most physical player you've seen in your life. He's kind of skinny. He has this, like, even a kind of, uh, like, old school vibe with him. He's a more, like, the kind of playmaker that will take the ball, like, put his head up and try to, to think the game, and that might be a problem uh, in England when I think about Premier League and yes, I watch loads of uh, Premier League games. But on the other hand, I think there's uh, a positive note that is that Palmeiras has a European coach. So Palmeiras in a certain sense is a European-minded team. So it's really compact. It's not like that 
stereotypical like lazy Brazilian team with loads of space. Uh, if some of you guys saw Palmeiras versus Chelsea uh, this year, you probably saw that Chelsea had a bit of hard time to to play against uh, against Palmeiras. And so in Palmeiras, to adapt to Palmeiras and to Abel Ferreira's game, Scarpa had to become a more physical player and learn how to uh, play better defensively. So this last year's Scarpa was best Scarpa also in this sense, I think. So I think he might need some time to adapt to the speed of the game, to the physicality of the game. But I think you guys are getting like his best version. Like three years ago at 25, I wouldn't really put my money that Scarpa could make it in the Premier League. Today, I think he might. He's uh, really experienced. He has like a nice mind. He, he's, he will not have the hardest time like adapting because he can uh, uh, pass, pass by with his English skills and he, has, he will have a Brazilian teammate. So I think there's a question, but uh, he has good odds, I guess. Do you, um, do you what, what, uh, what qualities does he bring? I know you mentioned that you got a lot of assists from free kicks and corners, but uh, which is something that will help Forrest quite a lot because we, we were we were good at that last season and lost our set piece taker. He's gone to Everton now. So does it does other other than that, does he bring what else does he bring to the to the table? As I said, uh, I think he's mostly you might think of him of him as a uh, a corner and foul specialist, like he's the best corner kicker in the country by far. So I think you guys might see some improvement with that. I can't think many players, even when I think in Europe, that do it better than him. And as I said, he's a playmaker. So if you guys feel like uh, first need uh, someone thinking the game a little more and like taking more minded decisions throughout the game, Scarpa might be this guy. Even when like the team is winning and you need to keep more the ball, he's really, really good with that. So he's that kind of player that will take the ball, take a look around, he will find the best option. And so yeah, a, a playmaker, play, playmaker, I believe his, his best quality, he's really good like uh, with free kicks, he's really good with corner kicks. I think that's what he has best probably. Does he does he play in more than just one position? Does he play like on the wing or does he play at number 10? And could he play deeper maybe even like kind of a similar role to maybe like Bernardo Silva or David Silva from Man City is probably the, the closest I can think of when you're describing him as someone that's quite an intelligent footballer with a wonderful left foot because those two players are, are really, really nice players to watch on the eye. Yes, he can play more than one position. There's uh, when Palmeiras won his first Libertadores, Abel Ferreira, the, our, our coach, he released a book with like stories about the title and the content. And he said that when he got to the club and Palmeiras had only one left back, like the other one was injured. And he went like with the group to say, hey, we need someone to play in the left back in case we don't have uh, Vinha. Who is playing currently at uh, Roma, Roma, and 
he said that Scarpa was a guy then who was like, yes, I can do that. I've never done that before, but I, <laughs> yeah, sure. And he actually played a few games in Palmeiras as a left back. He played in the Libertadores final last year as a left back in against Flamengo in Montevideo. I was there, by the way. <laughs> and he played. If you get the, the, the game uh, and actually watch it, you're going to see Scarpa basically playing as a left back. Of course, this is not his position, but <laughs> what I want to say is that he's like a team player, yeah. a guy that can play uh, his favorite position, and he was really loud about that in Palmeiras, is to play more centralized, like as like a number 10, yeah. uh, though, though he's left-footed. But what I think that Scarpa doesn't do well is play like really like a winger, mm. like in a in a position that demands more speed of him he's not a fast player he's not yeah. the fastest guy you're gonna see on the pitch but you can play him as a left back maybe uh, you can play <laughs> him the number 10 and you can play play him at the number eight maybe as well mm. he has played like that sometimes in, in palmeiras like the second man in the in the midfield so he's he's kind of versatile yes it sounds like he will fit quite nicely into Forest because we're a very like hard-working sort of football team. The city is is much like that, hard-working class people. So he sounds like a, someone that will become a fan favourite. I've already seen people defending him on social media from Forest fans already, which is quite nice. Um, you've already talked about the kind of character he is, which is great. So Scarpa's coming from a team that's used to winning to a team that's yeah. fighting relegation now because we've just got promoted to the to the Premier League, which is very well documented. We weren't there for 23 years. So how will he, do you think he will adapt to that? Not maybe having the ball as much and having to, to work off the ball that little bit more, but with the potential that we can start winning football matches. We've, we're on a nice little run at the moment. Unfortunately, the World Cup has put that to a stop. Yes. Uh, I've been following. Uh, I think there are a few things nice to think about there. The first one is that most of the criticism on Palmeiras is because it's because Palmeiras is too defensive, because Palmeiras doesn't love the ball, because Palmeiras doesn't play like a Brazilian team. So a player coming from Palmeiras is kind of used to that kind of criticism. And also, actually, we are not like some uh, tiki-taka, guardiola sort of team. We are like organized, uh, is more uh, Portuguese, more Mourinho than Guardiola style. So uh, he's not coming from a team that has the ball all the time or that uh, needs to have the ball. Uh, so so he managed to, to play the game. Uh, another nice thing to think is that Scarpa used to play for Fluminense and he had some hard times in Fluminense. Actually, he he's, he was like, uh, at the same time as Richarlison, they were both like rising stars in Fluminense. And if you ask like any Fluminense fan at the time, they would say that Scarpa was the most uh, promising player from, from the two of them. Okay. But I don't think he will have like this mentality problem. And I've seen Palmeiras get re relegated more than one time in my, in my lifetime. And I think when you are like having this uh, hard time and facing relegation and kind of uh, looking for a miracle, uh, having players that 
coming with this winning mentality tends to be a nice thing. And I think Scarpa has it in a in a nice humble way. Like he's not a he's not at this he's not like Ronaldinho or Neymar. He's not a superstar. He's not like I'm a baller guy. He's more he's really like he just got married. He doesn't drink. He loves books. He's like a Dostoevsky and Kafka <laughs> fan, which is kind of kind of crazy. So I think he has like this good character. Yeah, that tends to, to to be nice for you guys. I uh, I I just wanted to know what your personal opinion on how you think he will get on with Forest. Do you think it's a team that he will stay at for a, for a few years or do you think it's going to take him a little while to adapt and maybe it probably won't work out for him or, or what I, it's it's quite hard to say from when you just watch youtube montages unfortunately yes it's re- really hard to know like because what like uh bugs me the most is that like the whole context it's really unusual like as I said to you, like the 28 years Brazilian player, there was a big promise, but then kind of flopped. But now he goes to Europe to a team that to the uh, strongest league, but he's going to a team that is facing like uh, trying to get rid of relegation. So like the mix, it's really unusual. Like I can't mm. think like another player that had this kind of uh, path. So. I'm really excited about it. Like, I think it's going to be really, really nice. Really <clears throat> something to see Scarpa playing in the Premier League, playing for, for you guys. Uh, and I'm really hope, like, uh, I think Nottingham just got like a, a few million fans in Brazil. So <laughs> if you believe in good energy, you guys are going to have a lot of good energy uh, coming from, from South America. And like so i really hope it works for for him and for Nottingham. but honestly i have a little bit of uh, like some part of me is doubtful about mm-hmm. that because everything about it's kind of unusual you know i think it's quite good that we're getting him on a free it's kind of risk free then for us yes. because we've not had to pay a a transfer fee he probably doesn't demand crazy crazy wages so it's kind yeah. of a a free hit for both parties, as you will, which I, which is quite good. I think people, I think with any transfer, there's always doubt, no matter how how high or low the fear is, because players can get injured in training or get injured at home. Even I mean, he's a skateboarder. I mean, <laughs> you might see him on the skate parks around Nottingham. I mean, that'll be interesting. Um, do do the Palmeiras fans have a chant for him that could maybe translate into? English fans uh, chanting for him at all, or or not really? Not really. You guys are, are way better with like player chants. Than, yeah, we'll than have to make one up he... for him. <laughs> yeah, when I, I see like loads of videos and like those specific chants for for specific players, it's not really a thing in Brazil, I guess. Like some really really big players has, but you guys are way more creative with that. But I just, while we were talking, I just remember, I said I didn't remember any player that had like a similar path, but I remember that Juninho Paulista in the 90s, he went to England with like 27, 28, and he went to, to become one of the biggest players in Middlesbrough history. So 
The only yeah. player that I, I can think of that had this kind of similar path actually did well in England. So uh, Juninho in the in the early 2000s, actually, I think it was like 2001 or something. Yeah. Uh, he had like a really good time in, in the borough. <laughs> Will you be keeping an eye on him and, and Forrest from, from now till the end of the season, obviously your season will restart in the new year. I had a thought, so maybe not so much, but I guess you'll keep one, keep an eye on results or something. Yes, I will definitely keep an eye. I, I just, I normally watch lots, lots of Premier League nets. It's something that I, I do, but I will have like a special attention in the forest for sure from now on. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Michael. It's been really nice to talk to you and, and get an insight into Gustavo Scarpa. Um, I hope Brazil have a good World Cup and I hope Palmeiras have a good season next season. You retain the league again. Maybe no no more relegations. I don't know how you can keep getting relegated. You've won the league 11 times. I'm not sure how you get relegated. <laughs> yes. And uh, as I said, thank you. Thank you very much. And you guys going to have like a few million supporters from Brazil from now on so I hope it works real thank you very much thanks Adam thank you thank you guys just a quick one as well from all of us on this podcast this is something that we all share and it's something that myself and I'm sure the other guys have noticed as well is that a lot of people especially Forest fans as that's what mostly I do have on my Twitter um, seeming to struggle a little bit with their mental health at the minute you know if you are struggling um by all means, message the pod and one of us will reply to you or message somebody on Twitter, you know, use the forest timeline with the hashtag or just to make sure you talk to somebody rather than doing anything silly. Um, there is plenty of options out there. You know, if you also want to talk to someone in confidence, there's, you know, charities like Mind who will help you. Um, but just make sure you just talk to somebody rather than, you know, doing anything silly. I think that's um, an important message to relay um, to anybody who listens to the pod who might be struggling at this time. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.